Good evening, podcasters, or good afternoon, or good morning, depending on when you're listening to us. I suppose that's the beauty about podcasts. You can listen to us anywhere. You're taking Every time you take your iPod somewhere, we're there. We're there with you. Kind of, not in a, like a weird way, just in a nice, uh, confirming way, like a friend. Um, this is Michael, of course, from one half of the critically acclaimed radio duo Michael and Michael, as heard Mondays 3pm on Sin. Good to get the plug in early. And, of course, with me, as always, is my good friend Michael. Say hello, Michael. Hello. Are we recording? Yep. Yeah, we're recording. Okay, I see some hot chicks. I want to see some hot chicks. Let's go to the hot chicks. Let's go to the hot chicks. Let's go to the hot chicks. Quite, quite obviously in the room with me there. Now, you may have noticed this is not episode eight, the episode, the long-awaited episode eight. That's gone. That's uh, we've lost it. Dust in the wind. Not our fault. It's the Sin Computers did something, and unfortunately, a Sin Computer technical glitch error virus ruined it. And you know, have a listen. This is this is what happened. What year was that? To itself, yeah. And, you know, we sort of speak for ourselves. In the we do. That's what we do. That's what radio is. It's we speak for ourselves. Yeah, so uh, anyway, where at the time is, uh, obviously we've got Trent Dan coming in to yeah, he's up. Up. He's, uh, he's, if you're here, he's the only person that doesn't go through 1964, he goes through 2009. Which a lot of people tend to appreciate. But anyway, um, we've also, so we've got a lot of stuff to do today. Um, the time is uh, five past three. You're with Michael and Michael. Don't gather around, people, wherever you're on. What year was that? Yeah, exactly. It sounds like uh, a fax machine jamming on paper and with our voices in the back. Look, our voices are sometimes described like that, but this is a bit worse. Of course, we're not going to leave you, our lovely listener, who is occasionally me, but you've got to test the podcast, so that's fair. Uh, We're not going to leave you high and dry, not at all. Uh, We are going to bring you a very rare, so to speak, piece of uh, audio archive from Michael and I's demo tape that we did to get on the radio in the first place. So this is the whole cause of ruining your Monday, not ruining, no, uh, improving your Monday afternoons for the past few weeks. So this is a segment of it. I hope you enjoy it and, you know, keep listening to the show. I'm sure it'll only get better, you know? Just, yeah, good good evening or morning, afternoon. See ya. What year was that? We have a great show ahead of us today. We have lots of news to talk about. Michael, you take us with us. Well, we're... It's a big weekend in footy. We're going to start with football, of course. Today, Saints versus Cats, a yeah, massive yeah. game. Yes, and la- yesterday, even bigger. We had Michael's team, yeah. Melbourne Football Club, winning their second match of the year, and Richmond again losing their thirteenth game of the year. No right. surprises there. It's good to get a win, though. Oh, it is. It is. It is. And when I we we won our third game against West Coast, which Melbourne won, I was actually very over the moon. Yeah, you forget what it feels like, don't you? Yeah, we haven't won in like four games, so I'm pretty upset about that. 
<laughs> but the next thing we are talking about after that, we have Sin Radio Training, our first day on the radio station. It was a great day. We had a great leader taking us through it and a great team of people. Very exciting. We're very excited to be here. It's going to be a great experience, no doubt. And um, our last thing we're going to be talking about is the problem we have with job finding. What year was that? Football, it is a big weekend, as I said before, in football. Big weekend. And I was reading the paper yesterday, and I saw Geelong St Kilda. It's, it's, it's going to be massive. Like, yeah. I, I don't even know how to explain. I mean, St Kilda, big rivals with Geelong. What do you reckon? What, what do you reckon? This, what, what do you reckon is going to happen today? Well, I don't know. Like, if we judge by the the previous blockbuster on Friday night, Collingwood Neston, we're hoping that it's not going to be as disappointing as that. Especially because Collingwood won. That's always disappointing for well, everyone. Of course, and I'm sure lots of audience out there hate Collingwood as much as we do. I, I'm very, very sure. Um, yeah, I think I'm hoping for a close game. Uh, it should be good. They're both very good teams. So rarely has two undefeated teams at this point in the season played each other. It's That's be right. Really good. Yeah, I know. And um, Geelong, I think, are the firm favourites for today. Yeah, I'm. I'd be backing Geelong. I think. I think I'd be backing Geelong too. And I want Gary Ablett and Jimmy Bartell to have massive games today, as I've got them in my Super Coach team. And yeah, Gary Ablett scored with 412 points last week, but uh, it was a pretty big week. But yesterday, even bigger of football. Um, like we said, Melbourne going winners against the West Coast Eagles. A big was it? A big crowd there. Uh, it was 23,000, which wasn't bad for the weather. Um, oh, yeah, it was a rainy day yesterday. And for playing West Coast, last time we played an interstate team, it was a Sunday afternoon, and we got, oh, it was less than 20,000, less than 15, I believe. Well, you'd expect that, seeing as Melbourne are the most dominant team this year. They are coming last for the they second are. year in a row. And I'm not having a go at Melbourne. I'm just, no. I think that maybe the crowd, you know, it's tough for a team that's coming last, you know, consistently over two years for them to pull a massive crowd. But uh, massive respect for the fans did turn out, especially Jimmy Stein's announcement yes. this week. M- massive news. Yeah, very big news, actually. Very big news. And, oh, it's tragic, isn't it? Big name in the club. Best and fairest. Twice even Melbourneian of the year for his uh, work with Reach. It, he, um, a fantastic bloke. In his one year at the club already, he's, he's more than halved our debt. Mm. Um, and it's good to see that he's not stepping down, and we're looking forward to seeing him back in health in the not-too-distant future. And I'm sure Melbourne's win yesterday would have been the perfect medicine for Jimmy Stein. I'm sure it would have been. I mean, if he was, I'm sure he was even happier than most of the fans, finally, to see a, a good win. Well, I know that Melbourne would have done it yesterday for Jimmy Stein's, and that was fantastic to see a team finally... You know, winning a game. When was the last time you won? Actually, oh, oh it was against it was against your team. Yeah, it Richmond, was against I Richmond Football Club. Yes, and we are having an absolute terrible season. We, you know, the pain continues with last night losing by about fifteen points against Adelaide. Even though we came back by, you know, we were down by forty points at uh, three quarter time. We came back to to lose by fifteen, which is you know, as a Richmond supporter, I'm happy to see you know Richmond lose by less than. Yeah, I'm less than more. It is. I, I share that notion. It's good to see, even in a loss, that you're not losing by much. I mean, but it does show sort of that our teams are not particularly that bad. Like, we've beaten West Coast, and I think we played quite well yesterday, especially in the tackle count. We did really well in the tackles for once. 
uh, it shows that even with this sort of motivation, we're not as bad a team as we've been shown to be in the last few weeks. And the same with Richmond. I mean, it was though it was a while ago and still under Terry Wallace, but you nearly beat Geelong when you played them down at Skill Stadium. In round two, yes, I remember I was driving that game and uh, I nearly got into a car accident when we uh, went two points up and I was so excited. I was cheering, cheering, and then... You know, five minutes later, we were down by 13 points again. But there was, you know, but you know, Richmond. Next year, I say next year, we 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 will do a better job next, next year. Next year, the phrase of the supporter of the bottom <laughs> of the table side. Next uh, year, be quiet. Um, and also, in other news, yesterday for the football, we had Port Adelaide becoming. Um, they won against Brisbane Lions in an epic game. I heard they did. I didn't tip them. Disappointing. I but d- I've actually I'm zero and five for tipping this uh, <laughs> week because I didn't get my tips in and I'm going with all the away teams. But uh, no, Brisbane lost to uh, Port Adelaide, and the other match was. Um, we don't know what the other match no. was actually. If it's not containing Melbourne or Richmond, it doesn't really matter for that's us. Fine. But, um, no, it would it would have been a good game uh, yesterday. The other ma- oh, that's right, Hawthorne Western Bulldogs. Ah, that is my favourite game of the uh, weekend after Melbourne, of course. That- Ninety points they were down by at half time. What is happening to Hawthorne? I, d- I don't know. I, they were using the injuries excuse. No, now, how many injuries did they? Really now they have? don't have as many injuries. I think you know it was a fluke last year. I think so. They won the Premiership perhaps too early. So is it, though, that that the Bulldogs are a genuine Premiership contender, like a properly good team? Or is it just that Hawthorne were Premiership pretenders last year and it was just a fluke? What year was that? Now, uh, me and Michael were just talking during the break and Michael was saying, how was your night last night? And I thought, well... I had a terrible night last night. We had a new uh, employee at our work, uh, where I work, and uh, which is at a Greek restaurant, and um, he was really, you know, didn't really know what he was doing, and it was just quite frustrating because what, what I don't like about training people is that if they stuff up, you're the one that gets in trouble. Well, that's disappointing for the people who were teaching me because they must have got in a bit of trouble as well. Well, yes, and for the audience out there, I will tell you a little secret. Uh, Michael did try out at my uh, work uh, in the Greek restaurant, and, um, well, I wasn't there to see him uh, actually work, but uh, do you want to take us through? I mean, what what happened? Why, why didn't you get the job? There must have been some sort of event that happened. Well, I didn't spill any soup on anyone, which was good. That was what I was most afraid of. Well, that's always positive. It's, it's you don't a, want to spill soup. It's always a positive when you're starting. Well, to be honest, I, I can't narrow down an event. I mean, I honestly, I've never worked in hospitality before. So that probably doesn't count against my name too well. And lucky you. I mean, hospitality is one of the toughest industries out there. And, you know, it's, yeah. it's bigger than your, like, you know, real hard jobs, you know, like construction. Construction's nothing compared to hospitality. Well, no, I suppose not. Especially when you're dealing with some very angry customers, it's, you know, it's uh, difficult. Customers, very difficult to work with, you know. And uh, hospitality has been deemed a really, you know, a, like stressful and, you know, really... Um, bad industry in terms of you know people respecting who you are, and I think um, as a waiter for well, four years now, I, I've I've really came and saw every single type of customer you can have, and I'm sure we, how are the customers when you were working? Oh, they were very nice. It was a quiet Sunday night. Um, I'm sure they're all at home watching the Grand Prix or something. I don't know, but you know, um, they were all very nice. It, it was good. It was a good restaurant. Well, yeah, no, it's, we are we are a successful restaurant. I mean, people love to have their Greek food. 
I don't. I personally, I don't know why Greek food is so nice. I am of Greek uh, heritage myself. I think but, that just about says it there. Well, I mean, you know, everyone says, "Oh, what do you recommend? What do you recommend?" And I'm like, "Well, I personally, I don't eat half this food." I mean, <laughs> it's always good in a waiter, isn't it? Well, well, you know, I I say what's nice, but uh, you know, it's just trying to sell the most expensive meal so they can you know buy you know some real expensive meals. But look, Savlakia are nice. I've got to admit, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a tough work to work in and, you know, kudos for trying your hardest. But, you know, that's... Um, we're that, not here to talk about my problems. We're not here. We're here to talk about my problems. This exactly. Is, this is um, the actual of my fifth job in um, as many uh, weeks, I would say. Like, you know, a period of five weeks, I went through five different jobs. Uh, not because I was bad, because the people would call me up. They'd say, you've got a job. And I'd be like, yay, thank you very much. And then they'd say... When I rocked up, they no, we don't need you anymore. Which is disappointing. Which is very, I mean, very disappointing. I mean, I wanted to move out of hospitality and I ended up back in hospitality at a Greek restaurant. Isn't that fantastic? No, it's not fantastic at all. I mean, I had opportunities with retail coaching, actually. Coaching? Coaching five-year-old kids. Uh, are you allowed to do Are they going to let you do that? Will well, the police let you do that? Well, unfortunately, no, because they never um, called me back, which is a real shame. I mean, I was looking forward to working with kids, but... Uh, I am working with kids now with my other second job at Camp Australia, which have been absolutely amazing to me. Which you, which is very good. You're doing something for the community that you've taken so much from, finally. What year was that? Our final topic for today before we uh, go on to Kay and Andrew, SinFM. The very lovely SinFM. Where we are uh, being on radio right now. Great radio station. We've, we've had quite an experience while we were here. Uh, we started yesterday. We did. Uh, with a great session from Dan. Very lovely man. If he was sitting in this room, I'd give him a hug and, you know, just tell him how awesome he is. But yeah. uh, unfortunately, he's not sitting in this room, so we can't really do that. No, I suppose not. No, but I was, look, I'll tell you what. As, as much as the education, you know, was good, there was one little thing that I, I thought was quite entertaining. And I, I saw it in the, um, in, the, uh, the, in the bus yesterday on the way home, and I was reading through it, and... There was a um an on the edu- the education sheet that he gave us. There was a um there was a segment in it, and it was talking about you know what would happen you know what you do in an emergency, and what I found funny is, in the emergency you had your desk died, mm-hmm. you had you know the um you know one of the technical the CD player isn't working, and then, in compared with these you have most of RMIT is on fire. Well, yes, I think they're of, they're about of equal emergency value. Don't well, you think? I, I think that a, a building being on fire is just a little bit more. Most dang- of the building. Well, most sorry, most of the building, not the hundred percent of the building. Seventy percent of the building would be say most of the building is. I reckon. I reckon that'd be maybe above fifty. Sixty, but that'd be half. So we'd say well, a bit over half would be sixty. So wouldn't it be like seventy-five if you were to That's say most. like some would be twenty-five, half fifty. Most 75. So, that's fair. So, yeah, well, that's uh, a fair quote. I mean, I did fail maths in uh, Year 9 and 10, but uh, I know my statistics. Yes, I trust you do. Um, well, yeah, rolling of the eyes there from uh, Michael there. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, most of the building a fire, why would you compare that with the desk dying? Well, what what is a dead desk, I think, is the question that well, needs a, to be a, asked. a dead desk, and we'll just let our audiences know, a dead desk is the... A uh, machine that we use to actually, you know, for radio, you're hearing us through the desk. And I think, well, that is an important loss if that was not to be working because then our radio listeners wouldn't be able to hear us. 
Exactly, that's that's true. Um, whether it compares to most of a, a university I mean, building it, being it, on fire, I, 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 it, 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 it's a question. It, it goes beyond me. I mean, on on fire, you know, you, the desk is going to die anyway, and I think there'd be more precautions. And it was funny because they had the same emergency evacuation plans for all three things. Yeah, that is interesting. Is it like a, a budget-saving method well, in I, this, I, this I, time of crisis? I don't think it's a budget thing. I just think, you know, if there was a fire, I'm sure you'd want to do more things than just call someone. I mean, you'd call Triple O, you'd, you'd run out the door, you know, you'd try and save... Would you, would you try and save some of the equipment? Uh, I suppose, uh, unless the equipment's already dead... I mean, well, that's in the same category. Well, it is in the same category. So if you had a dead desk and a building on fire, you'd, you'd be in trouble, wouldn't you? You would be. I mean, you're being surrounded by death. There seems to be no way out. I mean, you'd panic. Uh, well, you know, you, you'd panic very much. And, uh, well, again, most of the building's on fire. What, what, what would you do? What would I do? If, if, the most, if, if, this, if we were sitting in here right now to- talking to our listeners and the building caught on fire... Well, because I'm I'm a professional, I'd finish the show. You finish first, the show. Well, that's what, we'd all, that's what we'd all do. Yeah, and then I'd you know shut down all the equipment, and then I'd calmly walk out and um, probably call someone. But maybe by then, triple zero. But like it'd be most on fire before you know the show finished. So that means when the show is finished. It's all on fire. Well, maybe you just need it. Well, if it's mostly on fire, can you save it? Just get, just let it burn. Just finish it off. Just what, let it. Well, know? finish. Let what, what? Let what burn? Well, the if it's already mostly on fire, what are the chances? Just let it go. Well, I mean, you could go outside. You know, tell listeners. You know, oh well, we'll, we'll be we'll be done in uh, five minutes. Go outside, get a fire extinguisher, and try and protect the building, and then come back five minutes later, and, like nothing's happened. Could you do that? You're a professional radio slash superhero man. I, 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 I always deemed myself as a radio, you know, superstar. I know. I, it's, it's surprising cause you've never been on the radio before, but, you know. Well, you know, I, I used to do school radio, okay, and uh, very good, <laughs> we, we very used good. to play music and have people knocking on the window, and it was quite, it was quite entertaining. But, look, apart from that one little uh, sentence, um, and, you know, what? even Dan had quite a bit to say. He said, you know, it hasn't been uh, changed as much, and... Uh, so if he if he if he says it's not that funny, then uh, it's not that funny, is it? Cool. All right. Well, um, that's our final uh, talk for today. I guess uh, we'll um, see you in the not too distant future. I'm sure. What year was that?